Gentlemen, time to get fueled. My name is Benjamin C. Cholock, and welcome to episode 70 fun of I Learned Nothing, a philosophy podcast for morons. My name is Ben Cholock, said that already. Here across from me. A name so nice, you said it twice. Had to say it twice. Gotta say it twice. You know what? A name so nice, I want to say it thrice. My name is thrice? Benjamin C. Cholock. Oh, Ben, don't hurt him. I am the uh, godman of philosophy, the Jesus Howard Christ wow. of thought. Tenured here at Princeton University. Where we record live. Recording live at the College of New Jersey uh, in lovely Princeton, New Jersey, <laughs> a.k.a. Austin, Texas. Yes. Uh, I consider, I've always considered Austin to be the new... Princeton, New Jersey. Yeah, New Princeton, New Jersey. We're, we're, we're the Princeton, New Jersey of the South. I've always thought of Texas as New New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they both have a ton of oil refineries. They so, do. Yeah. <laughs> they definitely do. So there's do. that. And that's pretty much all they have in common. That's uh, about so, it. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I guess the comparison is pretty shitty. Uh, much, na- much less Italians. Yes. More Mexicans, though. Yeah. Much less Italians. Yeah. Oof. I would say Mexicans are New World Italians. You know what? There's so little. There's so little Italians in this town that I, it's kind of suspicious. Yeah. Where do you even go in this town for a decent Italian meal, Ben? I mean, I don't, honestly, don't know. Really? No. I mean, I worked, Maggi- I worked at Maggiano's for three years. Maggiano's Little Italy. Maggiano's Little Italy. Yeah, in the domain. Yeah. But I, I don't know where to get you know half a decent fucking Italian food. Well, well, this just uh, indicates how little you try at anything. <laughs> Because yeah. you can go literally across the street from where you live to Patrizzi's oh, yeah, for yeah. good Italian food. But they always open it. They, they open late. They open at like five. Oh, you mean around dinner time? Yeah. <laughs> so but what, I, don't I, don't real, I don't eat a normal. That's early for dinner time, too. I don't eat a normal <laughs> dinner. I have a weird schedule. I don't eat a dinner at normal times, you know? <laughs> I got to eat it a little, you know, a little earlier a little or a little bit later. Uh-huh. Never on time. The thing, I'm the never on time boy. You literally yelled at me last episode for being late. Well, you were inexcusably late. That was that was inexcusable. <laughs> You're always late too. No, I'm not. Not to yeah, this. Yeah, you are. Not to this. Because not... we recorded in your fucking oh, apartment. Yeah, big fucking deal. I'm still not late to it, bitch. You're always late. I'm. Sometime... I have to come from. I have to fight traffic every single time, and I was early today, bitch. Oh, we'll go. But you were like, one. oh, I have to. I have to charge my laptop, and that's why we got late in recording. Yeah, I have to charge the laptop that we record on. Oh, sorry yeah. that I have to fucking... Sorry, electricity <laughs> happens, Ben. You fucking fuck. <laughs> this is my insolent p- pupil. We haven't even introduced Dean. myself, and we're yeah, yelling yeah, at yeah, each I other. We're immediately screaming. We haven't other. said... I haven't I've said three <laughs> words, and the rest of them just screamed. Because you're a prick, and you're late. Well, you're an ignorant fuck I'm sometimes, who doesn't know where to find Italian food. I'm sometimes... It's literally across the street from you. I'm Okay, but I just said why I don't go there. 
Ben, I'm what? not going to fucking go eat Italian food before going to work. I'm not going to do it. Why that makes not? no sense. Because it's so heavy on your fucking <laughs> stomach, Ben. Why do I have to explain this? It's so heavy. I stand at my job, Ben. Oh, sorry, I'm not like you sitting well, down you eat? in an air-conditioned well, you, fucking you, room. Do you really eat a salad before you go into work every no. day? No? No, I eat what do you eat? A, a little bit of tacos. A little, a little bit of tacos. I eat a little bit of taco. <laughs> no, you don't. I do. I go to work, and right next to the Velveeta room is a goddamn taco stand. Right, because Mexican food isn't heavy. Not those ta- corn tacos. No, they're not. They are. Okay, I'm not going to argue what food is heavier. I think right I've eaten now. more tacos than you. I think I. Oh, I can believe that. <laughs> I think I know a little something about tacos, Ben. Yeah. And I know I can't. I'm so angry. I'm heated. I just had to. Take I can't my go eat off. a big bowl of pasta before fucking work. Well, then you're weak. No, I'm not. <laughs> my stomach is gonna hurt. Oh, your tummy hurts. Yeah, I have to manage a room. Okay, I can't go there and, and with an upset tummy. Ugh, fine. So you have no problem just eating the same thing every single time. What? No, you go to I work. wake up and I I go. What am I gonna eat? And I get mad and I panic and I just go somewhere. I don't. Even, I get in the. Ro- I get in the. Wait, my- do you get paralyzed by choice? No, I just don't know where to go. That you, that's literally being paralyzed. Paralyzed. Then by I choice. guess. Then I guess I do. <laughs> you don't know what to do, dude. I get in my car and I just. I turn the car on and I go. Where am I gonna go? And I just sit there. You sit there. How long do you sit there for? <laughs> I have sat there for about fifteen minutes. Really? Yeah. In my, in my, my parking lot, just going. Where Where do I go? Because I don't know where to go. I feel like in Richmond, Virginia, I always knew where to go. Me and Shithead Jim talked about this when I lived here. Where did that you in go? In Richmond, Virginia, we always knew where to go. Where would you go? Um, I'd go to this goddamn pizza place uh, on Broad? I th- no, 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 Maine. I apologize. Picolas. This is a place where you could go there, and if you get two slices of pepperoni pizza and a, um, a, uh, a cranberry juice. A cranberry juice? Yeah, it's, or a cranberry grape. It's $6.66. Wait, and it and has I, to be a cran grape drink? Well, that's what I would drink, and then I'd go, oh, shit, it's... Oh, six, okay, six, six. so it's two pepperoni pizzas and a drink. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you made it sound like you have to order cranberry juice to get the deal. Well, <laughs> that's how you it's a different it price than fountain soda, because it's, it's bottled juice, so it's a little bit different. Oh my, my point God. is that I always knew where to go there. I never know where to go here. So now you're crippled by ch- by choice. Crippled I guess analysis paralysis. It's called analysis paralysis. Yeah, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what to choose. Analysis. You're par- always you're always haunted by the looming specter of possible regret. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> because some because if I order food and I th- and the food's bad, uh-huh. God, I mean it's just so crushing. It's crushing. Yeah. What is it? How does it make you feel like individually? Like about your choices, about your personhood. Very stupid. Yeah? Yeah. Because I just look at it and I go, you've been eating food for 34 years. You'd think you'd know what you like by now. And apparently I don't. Apparently I'm an idiot. Yeah. But then not knowing what you like kind of casts, well, I guess. casts into doubt sure. who you are. But, well, yeah, I guess. Well, now from now on, I'm a Patrizzi guy. You know what, Ben? I'm going to go there every fucking day from now on. How about that? Does that, yeah. will that make you happy? I don't know. Will it make you happy? I mean, probably not. I'll be sick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I could eat there on my day offs. Days off. Day offs is what I said. <laughs> yeah. Is that grammatically correct? I don't think so. All right. Well, here's what I'm getting at. Episode 75. You still haven't introduced myself. <laughs> I, I introduced you. Did you? Yeah. I said my my insolent pupil, Pat Dean. Oh, I thought you just called me insolent. I didn't uh, realize you said my first and last name. Oh, welcome to the no, podcast. No, well, you screamed ben. over me as usual. Well, no, because you were being an insolent prick. 
No, you were being an insolent prick. No, look, I might be an idiot, but you're a prick. Fine. You know what? What? Fine. Wow, that is a ta- that describes Fine. the show. Yeah, so well. You an are an idiot, idiot and a prick. I am a prick. I will a hopeless. Happily, I will happily <laughs> hosted by a hopeless idiot and a haughty prick. A haughty prick. Yeah. Welcome. You're haughty, dude. I am so haughty, dude. And well, you're a haughty. Welcome, welcome to the haughty haughty prick. <laughs> All right. Okay. We gotta get into this. What are we learning about? Episode the 70 last thing fun. We learn anything, I don't think. Episode 70 fun of I Learn Nothing. I'd like to learn something this time. We're learning about how do you make yourself an authentic individual? Oh, my God. How are your choices? What? How do your choices affect who you are? Okay. All right. And we're talking about. I know one choice I regret. What is that? Starting this fucking podcast. Well, you started it. Now, and you're going to fucking finish it, bitch. You know what's funny is that little peek behind the curtain to our many, many wisdom heads. Uh, me and Ben were hanging out, and he was like, oh, I picked Ben up from the airport. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm, I'm you know, I'm, a, I'm no hero. And we went to get food. And no, then, you're a no hero. I'm a no hero. And then you <laughs> said, well, what do you want to learn about this week? And I said, I'll look something up and tell you. And I, as we started recording, I realized I never told you. So you no. just picked one on your own. Yeah. I literally, as you were doing the intro, I was like, what if you we never just picked don't one. have a topic? Actually, you know, you don't remember that I also told you that I would just pick a, pick a topic. Oh, you did? Yeah. And I told you who it would be. Oh, you did? And you don't remember. I Well, you know, I got a lot on my mind. All right. You Episode know, 71. Uh, Tim, I got Tim the Cat. I've got, uh, you know, I play the banjo. I got a lot of stuff going on. Do you? Yeah. Also, here's how bad my improv skills are. I literally just said two things that are sitting in the room next to us. Yeah. Like, yeah, you I've got this um, cat and uh, a banjo. They're both sitting three feet away from me. Yeah. This sucks. <laughs> what a terrible life. Episode 71, we're talking about Soren Kierkegaard. Oh, I do remember talking about this. <laughs> yeah, now you do. Okay, thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, because we talked about it. You know why I think we uh, I forgot it? It's because Ben and I got into a debate over whether or not... I, there was you a, could throw ketchup at a bird? Yeah, there was a bird like really close to us, a really small little bird, All right, and he had a shitty look on his face. And I said to Ben, I bet I could throw this packet of ketchup at it. Yeah, and, and I don't it. believe you. I still don't believe you. I definitely could have. That yeah, but I, was, so I, I asked you to prove it, and you pussied out. Yeah, also, Ben told me to just uh, abuse I said, do an it. animal. Prove it. Prove it. Ben asked me, to abuse this animal in public. No, I didn't ask you. I commanded you. Of all these people at I a demanded. venue that we do comedy at. So it's like, well, no one was going to see. How do you know? There was someone looking at us. It was some bitch on her phone. Who gives a shit? She was looking at us. You who didn't know because your back was turned dummy. You didn't even turn around to look. You, you didn't even look. I you looked. wanted me to kill an animal and you didn't even look. I wasn't asking you to kill was an animal. No, it's not going to die if you throw it ketchup at it. It would have died if I threw a thing that oh, hard. Oh, because you at can it? throw so hard. The, the, I, can, I can throw ketchup. You'd be winded halfway through the no, I could do it, and the fucking bird was so little. The bird had no awareness, had no sense of uh, death. The bird was just... Oh, so it was just a step above you? Yeah, well, I guess so. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, and also, you could not have hit that bird. Yes, I could have. It Nuh-uh. was three feet away, Ben. Nuh-uh. Yes, I could have. Nuh-uh. I 100% could have. That bird was well, not looking I don't, at anything. I'll never see it, I guess. That fucking... You'll never bird. convince me until I see you do it. Okay. You know what? How about this, Ben? Next time we hang out, I'll murder a bird. Will that make you happy? Yes, it will. I just said hypothetical. Oh, I bet I could hit that. I said, oh, wow, that bird's so close. I bet I could hit it with ketchup. And then you were like, um, no, you can't. Then you pushed your glasses up, your shattered glasses. Yeah, I said prove it. That a bully threw in the ground and broke in front of everyone. And we all laughed. I don't know. It sounds like you're being bullied right now. No, I'm not. 
Yeah, you are. Well, I, I, wait, wait, I'm being a bully? No, you're being bullied. By who? By you? Yeah. You could never bully me, Ben. I don't know. I think uh, you just proved yourself to be a pussy because you didn't want to throw ketchup at this bird. I didn't want to kill a bird. You're not going to kill the bird by throwing... Po- yes, I could. No, you couldn't. I could. I absolutely could. Get, well, you know what? Do I don't you know believe you. I don't believe you until you fucking do I'm it. I'm a grown... Until I'm a, I see it. I'm 34 years old. Show I me. could kill a bird. Show me. I won't believe you until I see it. Okay. Well, guys, we'll keep you updated about uh, <laughs> Ben's torture of animals. I'm not torturing animals. You're telling me to. You're, you're fucking the Charles, I'm not telling you're the Charles you to. Manson I'm of telling people you to trying prove to kill it. birds. I'm telling you to prove it after you advanced that you could. No. What happened was Ben... It was looked, your idea. No, ben, it was your idea ben, to throw the ketchup at that bird. Ben looked at the bird... And he suddenly This had, is a lie. A this X, is slander. This is libel. X in between his eyes, and he, and he was like, yeah, the race war is coming. You should kill that bird. C- cut, cut, Are you cut referencing the, Charles Manson? Because he the, doesn't, first of all, he doesn't have an X on his fucking ooh, brow. Cut the baby He out. has a swastika. <laughs> no, I, oh, I thought it was an X. No, it's a swastika. Oh. I always thought right. it was an X. Well, I think we're back in our a stride. swastika. Man, I feel like... Uh, it's a swastika. Trust me. Hmm. Go back and look. I feel like Charles Manson is sending some pretty not cool signals. <laughs> well, he sent some really not cool signals when he sent signals to go kill that person. And that's what so you many did. People. You're yeah. the Charles Manson of killing animals. I'm the Charles Manson of birds. Okay, okay fine. That's you. The Charles <laughs> Manson of birds. That's your new <laughs> fucking title. Ben Sherlock, <laughs> the protector of Princeton, and the uh, Charles, Charles Manson, Manson of, of birds. birds. Okay. That's you. Wait, what, does that mean that I'm 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 telling my followers to kill birds? Yes. Or am I the Charles Manson of birds and that the birds are my minions? No, you're Charles Manson of birds in the sense that you have a uh, <laughs> desire for, to see. How mad things. are our listeners right now? They're probably furious. I honestly forgot we were recording. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I, I I swear I forgot we were we were recording because I thought we were <laughs> you really just other. forgot. I honestly forgot we were recording because you have a I microphone so right mad. in your face. I, because I don't think about it, Ben. <laughs> I'm looking at you. The mic is kind of to the side. I'm looking at you, and we're yelling at each other because that's what you make me do. I don't yell at anyone ever. You only make you make me yell at you, Ben. I never yell at anyone else. I yell at Victoria sometimes, but we yell at each other and play video games. It is yeah. Good. Half of our listeners right now are like, why don't they just fuck already? Well, maybe we have. <laughs> maybe we haven't. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we are. Maybe the sexual tension right now is fucking palpable. It's not sexual tension. It's genuine <laughs> anger between two people who should have stopped being friends five years ago. That's what people are listening to right now. They're listening to two men who have outgrown each other. And now we're just yelling because we're Jesus. still 14 when we hang out. Now, what are we learning about? Soren Kierkegaard. Oh, okay. Have you ever heard of this fuck? Yeah. Yeah, you have? Who is he? Well, I, know, well, I believe... It's we, fine if you don't get it because, no, because we've I, talked about him Well, we discussed briefly. him and I... Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I have, to, I have to try this out. Oh, no. We discussed him in an episode. I think it was episode 22, if I'm not mistaken. And that episode is titled... Oh, a word that you have some difficulty in pronouncing. Which episode? It's... <laughs> What number? Episode twenty-two. How do you have that memorized? That's insane. Because I'm a word genius. that I have that I have that I have problems saying. Yeah, was well, probably a racial slur then, because I, I got a real problem <laughs> saying that. I know that you're you're different, but. Uh, what is the one school of philosophy? Oh that's no! Yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. famous. Okay. A lot of people who are not philosophers at least know this one. Yeah. It's usually it's usually uh, posited by a bunch of French people, but there's some Germans in the mix. Yeah, it starts with an E. How do you pronounce it? I don't want to say it. Come on, no, please, <laughs> please try. 
<laughs> Please try it. Hold on. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm actually, look it up. Do you know I'm going to look it up. I know okay. exactly what you're talking about. I'm going to look it up uh-huh. so I can look at it and I can go, oh, this is how you say this word. Because <laughs> it really, I know exactly what you're, what, what you're referring to. Uh-huh. And I am fucking pissed right now. <laughs> okay. What are you going to give me if I can say this word? What are you going to give me, daddy? I'll give you a dollar. I will give you a dollar if you can pronounce it correctly. Is existentialism. I'll give you 50 cents. That was close. Okay. Existentialism. That's what I said. You said existentialism. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Which is bizarre. I like to point something out. That's a bizarre way to pronounce it. I like to point this out. Every time <laughs> I go- Existentialism. Every time you say that I do something wrong and I say no- and I vigorously defend myself, mm-hmm. I know I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't let you win. <laughs> I know. It's okay. It's all right. I believe Look. that when we discussed this fuck, I thought he was a filmmaker. Yeah, you did think he was a filmmaker. I thought he was a French New Wave filmmaker. Well, first of all, it's Kier- Soren Kierkegaard is the most fucking Scandinavian Swedish, yeah. name that you can come up with. It's not even remotely French. No. So I don't know why you thought he was French. I, I mean, but I don't know, Ben. I'll give you this. What? I will 100% back you on yes. on thinking that it's a filmmaker because that's a Swedish-ass thing to do. Yeah. Even though this guy technically was not Swedish. Um, you fucking should have been. Well, that's why his native land actually fucking conquered Sweden for a second. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess that, yeah. But, Sweden. Yeah. Can you imagine? Sweden. Um, oh, who's your big rival? Sweden. Oh, yeah. great. So we conquered them. Why do you hate them so much? Well, because there's so much like us. Yeah, yeah. Oh. They are tall, blonde, blue-eyed white people. Yeah. Why do we, we hate, hate them? them? They're next door. Yeah. That's why. And we're not happy about it. These are the most Aryan fucks of all time. Yeah. And we're actually chiller than the Germans, surprisingly. One quick story. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Quick story about the Danes, which is who uh, Soren Kierkegaard is from. He's yeah. from Denmark. He's from Copenhagen. <laughs> I, I think is how you pronounce that. Who fucking knows? Except for except for Danish people. Obviously. Well, pr- yeah, this probably entire nation. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, it's, I think world. it's like Copenhagen or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's probably not right at all. <laughs> Motor finger. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, they were pretty chill during World War II. Actually, the king of Denmark. So okay, this is actually a pretty cool story. Um, is it? I think so. What's I the mean, story, Ben? If you don't think it's cool, then you're an anti-Semite. Uh, hmm. when the Nazis... This doesn't sound very cool. When the Nazis... <laughs> uh, the Nazis invaded Denmark. Yes. And then... By the way, shame on you. To who? The Nazis. Well, yeah, okay, yes. Thank you, <laughs> Pat, for that controversial yeah, fucking stance. got some real... <laughs> That's so provocative of They you. got some growing up to do. Yeah. <laughs> so the Nazis, <clears throat> Hitler, right? Adolf the Hitler. Aryans, Adolf Hitler... Thought that the Aryans were the master race. Sure. And he thought that the Scandinavians, the Nordic peoples, uh-huh. like people in Denmark, Sweden, Norway, were equally Aryan as German people. He thought of them as brothers, basically. <laughs> well, that's decent of them. Yeah. Well, it's nice of him mean, to say. It's, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But I you mean, guys are cool. Yeah, you like, guys okay, are cool. Okay, don't, you don't need to say that to yeah. us. No, right. And that's how most of them responded. Kinda. They're like, hey, no, 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 that's cool. We don't want to be your yeah, fa- friend, dude. We don't want to do that. Right. So, but anyway, he conquered them anyway. And he's like, friends, like, you know, forcibly hug them. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, all right, like kind of trying to like shrink away. Um, but uh, so Denmark had a king at the time and 
Hitler said, hey, by the way, you guys are cool, right? So you're going to give us your Jews, right? Hand us over your Jews. Oh, no. And the king of Denmark was like, well, no, they're Danish citizens. We're not going to do that. And Hitler got really mad, and he goes, all right, well, you have to at least force all the Jews to wear armbands with the Jewish Star of David on it. Okay. So we can identify them. At the very least. At the very least, you least can you do can this. Do. Say, don't be a dick, be a dude. Yeah, come on, <laughs> Do man. this for us. <laughs> Bros so, before Jews. Jews. <laughs> oh, Bros no. I, that cannot be a tagline for the show. Bros before Jews? That can't be a thing. Why did you say it then? Because I, I thought it was funny, but as I was saying it, I was like, oh, no. Okay, okay, okay. I probably okay. shouldn't finish this. Then you finished it. <laughs> Bros before Jews. Okay, so. Okay. This is the least productive thing I've ever done in my life. I know. This episode. <laughs> proud boy Pat Dean, everybody. No. <laughs> Not so proud these days, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. What can you do? So here's what, so here's what the king of Denmark did. He, d- he pulled this fucking move. He... <clears throat> Said, all right, fine. We'll make sure that like all Jewish citizens of Denmark wear uh, a armband with the Star of David on it. Okay. And then he secretly put out this pronouncement that says all Danish citizens have to wear, uh, like I am your king, and you all have to wear a Jewish Star of David. Oh wow, really? Right. Yeah. And so Real, the king, I am Spartacus, kind moment. of. Yeah. And so, so the king of Denmark got on his fucking horse and started riding around Copenhagen. With a, with an armband with <laughs> a Jewish star of David on it. Insane to think about a king on a horse cool. in like the forties. Yeah, it's well, weird. yeah. So it's it's pretty crazy. But anyway, the crazier part was that he he like he not forced, I would say, but he basically was like, "Hey, as your king, I'm telling you, fellow Danes, to wear an armband with a Jewish star of David on it in solidarity with our our Jewish, you know, brethren." who are also citizens of Denmark. Hmm. So everyone in Denmark was wearing this fucking uh, armband with the Jewish Star of David on it, and <laughs> and Hitler got real mad. Yeah. And he was like, well, fuck, like, we can't tell the Jews apart. And then <laughs> um, motherfucking King of Denmark was like, that's the point, bitch. That's the joke. That's pretty tight. Yeah, it's pretty, t- it's pretty tight. But also, like, how? M- I mean, we're talking, like, what, like, 17? What? Can't be Jews? that many Jewish people in, in Denmark? Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Did they get? Oh yeah, they still got holocausted. Oh okay. Yeah yeah. No. Well never. Oh okay. Well. <laughs> yeah, there's no happy. Ending no, I take there. it back then. <laughs> Lyndon Johnson's family was. They were weird. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, they we should probably no. talk about that at some point in the Patreon episode. By the way. Oh okay. This is a perfect opportunity to bring up our Patreon episode. Yeah, because we've we've done nothing in this episode. Nothing. We at least should bring this up. Okay, yeah, sure. Well, okay. <laughs> what a weird uh, advertising this is. Well, the first half hour is we talked about the Holocaust. <laughs> Do you want to pay us five bucks? How oh, is that funny? <laughs> Bad. It's just funny to be like, to be like, hey, we're just, we're, we're not getting, like, I'm building a fucking narrative anything. here, dude. Just chill out. I'm chill. No, you're not. I'm a chill guy. You're the <laughs> no, only you guy who makes me fucking angry. I make you unchill. You make me unchill. <laughs> Dude, when am I unchill around anyone else we hang out with? Listen, you're going to get way less chill after you hear about this guy. All right. Soren Kierkegaard. A little bit of bio, all right? Sure. 1813. Man. To 1855. Dude died at 42. That's not good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. You know what's weird? Every time someone's like, oh, yeah, this guy, he died at uh, age, you know, 42. Mm-hmm. Sad to die so young. Yeah. I'm like, but those guys are so old. 
42 year olds I'm kind of old 42 not, years not really that's almost 50 that's almost half a century that's less than 10 years away for you well that's why i'm kind of happy about it <laughs> Finally. why because you, you want to be dead at that yeah, point just get some just be in the ground well you know what this what? kind of relates a little bit to the topic okay all right because there is a bit of relief with death right because yeah. it puts to rest a lot of a lot of pain that goes with living. Tell me about it, brother. <laughs> the pain well, of life. You're looking at the pain of life. Well, right what's now. your experience with that? The pain of life. <laughs> yeah. Do you live with a lot of regrets? Would you say? Um, kind. No, not really. I mean, there's no, no there's. I mean, I of course everyone has you know one or two regrets, but yeah. uh, no, I I don't live my life like uh, like that now. I don't. I don't. I really don't have that many. The, okay. the, honestly, most of my regrets have to do with like sexuality. <laughs> what do you mean? Where like I'll look back on something and I'll go like like a two years later, something will pop in my mind and I'll go like, "Oh, I think that person wanted to have sex with me." Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And I go, "Oh, I didn't pick up on that." Well, I mean, all my regrets about, are that. Everything you, else, whatever. Okay, fine. That that's fine. Ben. That's a, still a regret. I mean, you, when you dwell on that, that's painful, right? Yeah. Yeah. Life is like life is mostly <clears throat> I feel like the best way to describe life is that like you're in a room and there's four walls mm-hmm. and uh every day you get bigger but the walls get closer. So uh, ev- your your oxygen is cut off and uh eventually you're slowly crushed to death by the room itself. Uh, however, every once in a while, you get a good meal and you get your DS. That's what life is. This is good is, meals and getting your DS. That is such a d- distressing analogy for life. Well, I am so I am so upset now. Well, I mean, <laughs> what, what's your definition of life? No, it's probably that. I mean, like that's what's crushed so dist- to death. That's so. Di- that's what's distressing about it is that how accurate you just put it. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking insane. Where did you come up with that? What's crazy is that like the older you get and the bigger you get, the the the, the more your body breaks down, the worse your body becomes. So not only are you crushed to death by this room, you're crushed to death in a body you never thought was possible, and then you die. <laughs> what do you mean never thought was possible? You just wake like, up. Like not what you expected. You just do something and you not go. Not what you wanted it to be. Yeah, you do something and you go, oh, I guess it hurts when I do that now. All right, well, I guess I just won't do that. Jesus Christ. When's the last time you ran? I'll tell you the last time I ran, it was actually to you ran so far away. No, no, no. To make to make it to my plane to get back here. That's the last time I fucking yeah. Me yeah. too. <clears throat> really? The last time I ran was to was to make my flight from Denver, yeah. Colorado. Yeah, that's that's heard of it. I've heard of I've heard of the city of Denver. Yes. Ooh, oh, Mr. Big Man, Colorado, Mr. Yeah. Fucking uh, Worldly over here. It's not even. It's in the same fucking country. Back. Okay, what are we talking about? Okay. So I, last time I ran was I was running to my gate. I swear to God, this is true, too. This is so pathetic. Uh, also, I quit smoking like like maybe a month ago. So I am a hero. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but Judging by this episode, maybe we should start again. I think I will. Uh, so much stress recording this. <laughs> Just us. I'm sweating. We, have to, we turn the air conditioning off. so that Dude, oh, this isn't even the half of it, too, because we're, it's going to get so stressful in a second. Okay. Okay, this is gonna you're gonna hate this episode probably. <laughs> I've hated it so far. We haven't even talked about the topic. Okay, okay, okay. Um, l- real quick, so me, I so I ran to my fucking flight. Yes. Photo finish. It was awesome. Actually. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like uh, a chariots of fire type of 
scenario, right? I made it just in time. They're about to close the gate. <clears throat> but I had ran so far. I ran so far away. Sure. That um, you got one. when I got there and I was like, I like showed him my boarding pass. I made it through. I was like kind of waiting in line in that little, you know, that corridor that they send you through. Sure. Before, you know, from the gate to the plane. Yeah. Um, I was sitting there and I was like kind of like desperately trying to hide my dry heaving. Oh, dude. Because yeah. I was like about to puke. Yeah. Because I ran so far. <laughs> you ran so far and so fast. Yeah. You push your body to its So I'm sitting point. there going like. Yeah. Like that. Like trying to cover my mouth, like gross. Yeah, I was like about to throw up. Oh my god, that's how out of shape I am. Yeah, yeah. So my body can't do that anymore. <laughs> I mean, what what is left for I'm us to 33. do? There's it's, nothing I'm left not even for that old. <laughs> nothing left for us to do. Yeah, nothing. Okay, so let's get back to this guy Soren Kierkegaard. Oh yeah, who talks about this? I thought we were talking about our defeated bodies. Yeah, our defeated bodies, our defeated minds, our defeated our souls, time ravaged. Yeah. Parts. So that's sort of that's sort of the issue here. So Soren Kierkegaard is considered the father of say it with me, existentialism. I can say the last part. <laughs> say it again. E- existentialism. There you go. You got it. Okay. Good. <laughs> now I, I'll give you the full dollar now. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna spend it immediately. All right, Soren Kierkegaard. I, I don't know on what dollar doesn't buy you shit. Uh, <laughs> all right, Soren Kierkegaard was born in Copenhagen. Uh, Denmark in 1813, died in 1855, right? He was um, the son of a somewhat well-off uh, civil servant uh, in in Denmark. He pursued a... First of all, he was one of 11 children, two of which survived. Oh, my God! <laughs> what? So, so nine of his brothers and sisters died in infancy. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, so there's that. And these and they were like upper middle class. <laughs> what happened? So that's how fucking terrifying. Why do they die? You know, <laughs> being too weak for the world, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I mean, like, <clears throat> I'm not gonna get into the actual medical details because I don't think it's <clears throat> that interesting. Yeah, you're also but... not qualified to diagnose anyone. No, I'm not. I never said I was. No. Well, <laughs> sort of implied. Okay, but here's the thing. <clears throat> he uh, was. He's considered the father of existentialism. He started his career as basically an academic who was also pursuing um, his studies to become a pastor, basically, uh, for the Lutheran Church, which is like the state church of Denmark at the time. So all these like North European countries like Germany, uh, uh, Denmark, Sweden, all of them, they were like Lutheran. That was their state religion at Mm -hmm. the time. And this is sort of important to consider historically for, you know, for his context. Lutheranism as the state church was sort of like enmeshed with the government and the civil service there. Like there was no separation of church and state. They were all sort of part of the same thing. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so him pursuing this career, trying to become a pastor and a theologian in the Lutheran church was almost like a government position. And he developed a very, very serious distaste for it. Because he saw how a state church and, you know, how that's propagandized uh, leads people to this sort of mediocrity and thought. They figure they don't have to think about these deep issues of like, what is God? What is my role in the universe? What is all this shit? If they just join the church. What's the deal? What's the deal with the Bible? What's the deal 
with the triune God? What's the deal with salvation? Wow. Relig- I mean, religious Jerry yeah. Seinfeld. Religious Jerry Seinfeld, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jerome Seinfeld. Um, Jerome? <laughs> <laughs> they always called him Jerome on that show. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> what a funny show that was. It was, a, it was a pretty funny show. Anyway, so he saw how a lot of people, and you see this with a lot of religious people these days too, uh, people who don't think too much about what they believe. They're just spoon-fed it. And you have the people who, like, rebel against it, and then they become those, like, college atheists who are, like, the worst, and you don't invite them to parties. Sure. But then it also leads to the people who (laughs) are equally terrible. Did you invite Brian? No. He's an atheist. (laughs) I don't want him at my party. I'm Ben. (laughs) Only God No, I was Brian. I was Brian in college. I was the one who was like, you know, there is no God. And they're like... (laughs) They're like, no one gives a shit, Ben dude. walks into a New Year's like, Eve party. First vodka. thing he says, you know there's no God, right? All right, well, happy New Year, Ben. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, okay, we weren't. We never mentioned it. Where's the beer? <laughs> I'm Ben. I'm Ben. There is no God. I'm college Ben, and there's no God, and I love parties. College Ben. College Ben. <laughs> the worst character we've ever done on the show. Yeah. Um, oh, um. I can't have class. What did you say? I can't, oh, I can't. I have class. Yeah. <laughs> this is my impression of you <laughs> in college. That sucks dick, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's not very good. Okay, okay. So the thing that I think is very interesting with what? religious people. Okay? okay, what? So it's like you talk to somebody, right? And they're like, yeah, I'm like a I'm like mad Christian or whatever. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, yo, I'm mad Christian, Sean. But like they like live with their like girlfriend. Okay, yeah. And they... they F and S. Yeah. And it's like the SDs. Yeah, the SDs. Yeah, the F and the A. The F and the A. Well, and yeah, P. maybe. You know, yeah. there are some uh, Brazilian women who apparently what they do is in order to remain a virgin <laughs> uh, for their wedding, they just get F and the A. So is that something? <laughs> but anyway, my point is that it's so just my, interesting my to me. has a story about this girl who she knew who <laughs> did who that. A Christian who uh, <laughs> who doesn't. Or who didn't, like, she was a Christian, so she, like, you know, uh, valued her virginity, quote-unquote. I'm doing air quotes. Sure. So she and her boyfriend just effed in the A all the time. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) That is so insane. Yeah, so they just effed in the A because that didn't count. That is insane. Which is so, it's yeah, it's insane. And this is actually kind of a result of this thing that Kierkegaard discovered, which is that... That being effed in the A doesn't count. Kind of, yeah, because people take this legalistic interpretation of what's right and what's wrong based on what these like clerics are telling you, what the Bible is telling you, saying, "Hey, these this is the rule book. Follow the rule book. You can if you find loopholes, good for you." Uh, and it's weird, yeah, it's, it's all loopholes. Yeah, you don't have to think about who you are as a person. You don't have to think about what it means to have a connection with a transcendent God. You can just follow these rules, and. And that and that, that's your ticket to heaven. Let me ask you this. And you don't have to develop yourself personally. Yeah, it's it's just so strange. You don't have to think about the difficult questions. You don't have to consider that maybe being effed in the A doesn't fucking count. Like it's of course you're, it you're does. like you're not yeah, it, of, course it, of course it does. In the A? In the A. Listen, first of all, it is I'm sorry, I'm gonna sound old fashioned here, but it is not meant for D. <laughs> Oh no! The way a P is. 
<laughs> you know, not biologically anyway. Sure. If that's your thing, that's fine. But don't pretend that it doesn't fucking count and you're still a virgin because you're not a virgin. Yeah, you're just a sicko. Yeah. You're a you might be a virgin, but you're you're effed in the head. No, you're not a virgin. Whatever. I'm not going to get into this. But I just remember reading, reading this about these <laughs> Brazilian teenagers and I was like, what is happening in Brazil? Like, why is this happening there? I don't know. I don't know either. If we have any listeners in Brazil currently getting effed in the A, please let us know what your deal is. Yeah. <laughs> please, please, if you're a Brazilian listener getting effed in the A, tweet at I Learn Nothing and tell us what your fucking deal is. 18 and up only. I, yeah. I don't want to get. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, any... yes, yes. 18 and up only. We I mean, I can't not... imagine there's a 16 year old Brazilian girl listening to this right now getting effed in the A. I think I, we should probably. I don't know, man. It's a wide world. <laughs> <laughs> they love it, dude. <laughs> Did we ever talk about Tony Bananas? I mean, we've mentioned him. Did before. we say why his name is Tony Bananas? Oh, I don't think on this podcast. Tony Bananas is a, is a dear friend. Uh, we gave him the dear friend. He's a good dude. We gave him the. <laughs> he's not a good dude. Oh, we well, gave okay. him uh, <laughs> a dear friend who fucking sucks. Uh, but we we gave him the nickname Tony Bananas. His name isn't Tony, but we gave him the name Tony Bananas because there's another guy who had his name on a road trip we were taking mm-hmm. to a funeral. And so we had to give him a different name. And so we called him Tony Bananas because one time he told us a story about when he lived in Brazil, he J-O'd with a banana peel. Yeah. And we were like, that is disgusting, and that's your nickname. I guess. I mean, it is disgusting. Dude, there's all but... kinds of stuff happening down there. There's bananas being goosed. There's Brazilian teens running around. I mean, it's a crazy place, apparently. Yeah, and apparently they just and like, the biggest jungle in the world. I think they just elected like a uh, oh yeah, a Trump hard figure. right fascist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so maybe that that effing a is going to stop, or, or pick it's up. just getting yeah, started. Or it's just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what about this fucking Swedish guy? All right, all right. so he's Danish, but it's fine. Whatever, it doesn't matter. It don't matter. That's, yeah, I'm not. That's asking too much for you to remember the difference between Denmark and Sweden. Hey, the country um, of Denmark, do something about it. I fucking dare you. They fucking I did. Dare you. They invaded Sweden. <laughs> no, well, yeah, do something about it, bitch. Come here. Come to Manor Road. I'll meet me at the RB. Okay, if, right, you're Danish, if you're Danish and you want to defend your country, <laughs> come to the RBM Food Mart the Friday that this comes out at three thirty in the afternoon, and I'll kick your ass. Yeah, or the Sunday or Monday that it comes out. Who knows. But anyway, yeah, I'll just, well, I, I just I'm just banking on me being at RBM Food Mart. OK, the whole well, weekend, you'll be you'll be at RBM Food Mart no matter what. I'll be there. You have a You have an office there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> OK, well, OK. So here's here's the, the problem with this with this Swedish prick. What is the problem, Danish. man? Yeah, it's not a problem. Oh, well, actually, he has several problems, but that's what led to his philosophy, which made him very uh, influential in the existentialist movement. Um. <clears throat> A little historical context real quick. He is considered the father of existentialism, but A, he wouldn't call himself an existentialist because the term existentialist didn't uh, exist until around the 1950s, well after he fucking died. So he, he was not, in fact, an existentialist, and that term did not exist at the time. So there's that. Why not? Because I, I just fucking explained it. <laughs> I literally just got through that. No, I know. <laughs> but okay. But his ideas lend themselves very, very seamlessly to existentialism. Basically, the ideas that he's dealing with are what makes your life, your inner life authentic? What makes your choices authentic? 
You know, what makes you an authentic individual as, a, as opposed to a fake individual? You know, right? I'm not into- entirely certain. Okay, yeah, that's what we're trying to work on oh, here. Okay. okay. I just thought you were asking me a question. No. <laughs> Excuse me for breathing. Well, <laughs> okay, so <laughs> now <clears throat> the other thing that he deals with is uh, how much of a double-edged sword freedom is. Uh, like freedom of choice, freedom of who you want to be, right? How you determine your own path in life. He kind of takes it as a given, not only that we have free will, but he is sort of on the fence initially on whether or not having free will is a good thing at all. Because he says that having the ability to make a free choice at any given point is a bit of a blessing and a curse uh, because it leads to anxiety. It leads to despair. Oh, no. It, it leads to uh, losing yourself. The word dis- despair is so funny. Okay. Despair. Like, it's just, what's wrong? I'm despairing. Like, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm despairing. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> All right, buddy. Okay, so he wrote this book. He, so Kierkegaard wrote this book called, first of all, Kierkegaard is Danish for churchyard which is synonymous with graveyard. So basically this guy's last name is Graveyard. Wow. <laughs> yeah. My name's okay. Peter Graveyard. Well, it's Peter yeah. Graves. Yeah. The actor. You said the same thing when we talked about him in the existentialism episode. I'm Peter Graves. Yeah. Hi, I'm Soren Graveyard. Graveyard. What is There's like wh- six A's. What do, th- <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Uh He's buried in a fucking graveyard. Graveyard. <laughs> That's how. Hi, I'm Saren Kierkegaard. <laughs> um, which way is a fucking graveyard? Where's the fucking graveyard? And there, do they have any skinny readers there? <laughs> Me and my boyfriend are gonna make out at the fucking graveyard. So when I worked at Barnes and Noble, those Chelsea uh, Chelsea Handler books were very uh very popular. They they sold a lot of books. Yeah. Are you there, vodka or whatever? The uh, are you there, God is me, vodka? I yeah, think yeah. something like that. I, yeah. I, I don't know. She has she Some has a bullshit. few of them. It's something like I don't know. Yeah. But um, she here's my impression of every woman who came to Barnes and Noble. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Circa 2008. Okay. To 2009. Uh, well, Nine was that 2009? Ago. No, I think it was just 2008. 2000. Okay, circa 2007, 2008. Yeah. This is my sure. impression of every woman mm-hmm. who came into that uh, Barnes and Noble. Bonon, the Bonon. <laughs> and ask me about the Chelsea Handler book and where okay. it is. <clears throat> Do you have that Chelsea Handler book? <laughs> Give me that book. Do you have that book? Wait, I do, I do, the, like I do the Chelsea Handler book. So are they saying bok like like the beer, like the style of beer, a bok? That's how they pronounce know? it, bok. Yeah, I need that bok. Do you have that bok? Do you have that Chelsea Handler bok? <laughs> what about... What about Kierkegaard? Did I ever tell you that story <laughs> about that, that lady who never received her book? Yeah, no. <laughs> so I'm at the register, right? Uh-huh. Killing it. Yeah, right. And uh, these, these two... Uh, owning house. These two Goyles come up, uh-huh. and they were like... Uh, so it's like, oh, you know, I never received my... Uh, I ordered a book. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. And so I looked it up in our system, and I don't know what happened... Okay. Her order's just gone. I'm like, what's okay. the book called? Like, we, I can just order it for you again. Sorry, I'll make sure it happens. What is uh, <laughs> what's the book called? And um, she got, like, really embarrassed, and she was like, Oh. Uh, it's called um, 
um, blow him away, I think. And I was like, <laughs> all right. And it was, about, it was a book about how to give dome, I guess. Yeah. And so like, <laughs> and that was the wrong book. So I, do, I had to l- like list all of the, the blowjob books that we could order. And she was mortified. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I was perfectly calm and professional. And her friend was a dying laughing. And <laughs> she brought a friend? Yeah. She was, there was a witness to this. <laughs> Why did she bring a friend? I don't know. I guess she probably, she probably just thought like, oh, the order's there. Or he can just reorder. I don't know. They're probably just walking past. Okay. But I don't know. This lady apparently had to learn it really quickly. God, I would be so happy if I were her friend. I it was, was just like, it was amazing. This is awesome. It was so funny. And then Thank I, and then I was just like, oh, okay. And then I ordered four. <laughs> Wait, do you remember any of the titles? Any of the other titles? No, I, I have no idea. Okay. But it was so long ago. But like, and then she walked away, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> also, it's not that hard. Yeah, <laughs> that's one, another one, another one of the titles. <laughs> <laughs> The name of the book is it's called all... Look, ladies, it's not that hard. It's, not that hard. <laughs> it's a three-page book. <laughs> One of the pages is the credits. So it's just two pages of instruction. It's just the sequel is called Now it is. <laughs> now, man, you know it's like I've said this before. I, we should do we should do a spinoff podcast where it's us giving sex advice. Yeah, and we should just give our advice. Do no research at all. We'll answer questions. We'll do what? Oh, is it like, a, like how to please your man kind of? Yeah, how to please your man. You know what it should be called? What? Dome improvement. Pat <laughs> <laughs> just walked away from the mic. This is episode 71, Soren Kierkegaard. <laughs> Not a, anything but a sad Dane. <laughs> okay, man, this is this is the worst jumping on point for this podcast ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if this is the first episode you're listening to? I don't know, man. I think this is fucking rad as hell. All right, guys, look. If you want sex advice, how to please your man? It's just for the ladies or for yeah. the fellows who are into fellows. Big deal. Yeah. For, so, sex advice for the ladies and fellows who like fellows. Yeah. There. You yeah. Go. Yeah. There we go. I think that's okay. okay. So yeah. uh, it's called Dome Improvement. And <laughs> if you message us on uh, what? How, how, how do they send their questions in and how to please their man? <laughs> you know what? This Let's is going to rule. Let's start with until I make a, its own page, I guess. Dome I make, Improvement? Yeah, I can make a Dome Improvement Facebook page. But for now, uh, 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 the I Learn Nothing Facebook page will field these questions yeah. temporarily <laughs> until we set up a do- our spinoff podcast, Dome Improvements. A sex advice for ladies and fellas fellas who, who like, like fellas. fellas. <laughs> this is so terrible. <laughs> okay. <coughs> dome Improvement. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> to get back, we have to hold on. I have to focus. Um. All right. So Soren Kierkegaard. Oh yeah, this guy. The, yeah, remember? <laughs> remember him? Uh, this Danish fuck. Uh, he. Okay, here's one thing from his life that's pretty funny. He. Uh, it's not funny because uh, it uh, really affected him. Oh no. <laughs> he. Uh, so first of all, he was he really loved his dad, and then his dad died, so he got really depressed about that. Um, but with his father's death, he resolved to pursue his career as a clergyman, but he hated, 
what he saw to be this spiritual medi- mediocrity that he saw with people who followed the um the just followed their cue from the church and what like church elders told them to think right sure they interpreted the bible for them basically which is weirdly anti-protestant for a protestant denomination right because the whole point of protestantism was how much they hated priests uh you know these idolos fucking telling them you know how to interpret the bible and shit they said yeah. no read the bible for yourself but very quickly that devolved into a lot of people just being lazy being like well we're not gonna read this fucking shit who is saying this i mean m- most people everybody yeah the common people were just like the commoners the commoners were were like hey you know so protestantism started with basically like hey read the bible for yourself interpret it for yourself don't listen to these italians you know <laughs> like think for yourself right please don't do that yeah listen right. to me yeah yeah they're like listen to me yeah hey yeah. oh I, <laughs> we take care of you or you take care of us uh, hey yeah. you know and they're just like peeling billfolds um <laughs> you know while they're waiting for their mom to be done with their laundry and uh <laughs> <laughs> here's how here's how you worship god also yeah. my mother is the most beautiful woman most in the world beautiful woman if you say the, anything about my mother i will kill yeah. you my sister she's such a whore yeah i know dude. <laughs> my sister what did you whore. say about my sister <laughs> okay but so the germans were all like what the fuck are you guys talking about <laughs> And that's when Martin They're Luther. Like, Dude, stop talking like, about you your talking mother, about your sister. This is so uncomfortable. Look, I know we're Nazis. This is really weird. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then, no. And then the Italians were like, "No, it's okay. We'll link up in about uh, five hundred years. <laughs> we'll make a weird alliance with the Japanese of all people." Um, but what was uh, that about? I don't know. That was weird. <laughs> I just remember he's like, "Hey, we're white supremacists. Let's team up with Asians." Yeah, I remember reading an Onion article, yeah, yeah. "Our Dumb Century," where it's like Japanese unite with white supremacists in well thought out move. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, that's a totally different thing. But anyway, so Northern Europeans, like Germans, uh, Danish, uh, Scandinavians, all them, they became Protestant, mostly Lutheran. And they were jumping on this bandwagon of like, hey, everyone should read the Bible for themselves, draw from it what you can yourself, blah, blah, blah. But that quickly devolved into these state churches where in Denmark in particular. uh, There's something rotten in Denmark, Ben. Oh, so rotten, baby boy. Uh, Basically. A new church just developed. I mean, they, they call themselves Lutheran, but they centralized themselves. And, uh, you know, you had a career path if you wanted to be a. Uh, a, a pastor there, or a clergyman, whatever. Uh, you had dogma, you had doctrine. You know, people had uh, were told what to think, what to what to believe, and a lot of people just ate that up because it was easy for them. They were just like, "Hey, I'm, I don't want to think about God. I don't want to think about what's right and wrong. I don't want to think about. I don't want to make these like very difficult decisions about what I believe in. Sure. I just want to be told what to believe in." Because that's easy. They just got complacent, basically. And Kierkegaard got very mad at this. He said that people are not taking responsibility for their own lives, for their own beliefs, for their own choices, right? Yeah. They're just leaving it up for, basically, in this case, the state to just say, hey, this is what's right. This is what's wrong. And this is, and, and the, this these, is how you should act. What these Danes didn't know is that, or didn't seem to care about, So there's a separation of church and state in this goddamn country. 
in in this yes back in our country here. back yeah. me up here yeah but that's the wrong country <laughs> they're they're not they don't they're they're it's the wrong country Pat. they're not paying attention they're well they're not paying sure, attention they're to the not. constitution they're yes you're absolutely right they're not the United paying States attention constitution. to an incipient country across a fucking ocean from them that they don't give a shit about nor should they why should they give a shit about us if they have their own thing going on well i don't know it'd be it'd be nice to be acknowledged do you, people is, died for it dude what is the capital of denmark copenhagen okay fine good that's only because i mentioned it like no it's because i'm a smart well-read person i'm not touching that um anyway kierkegaard's mad <laughs> that uh these people are are you know not taking this seriously in other words, this sort of he's sort of like me right now, and you're Denmark, <laughs> and he's getting really mad that you're not taking this seriously. Yeah, I'm listening. He's basically mad that you're on your phone right now. Well, I'm just looking at something, but I'm listening to what you're saying. Okay, but I'm like you. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm talking to you. <laughs> no, right I know, but when Ben gets on his phone, it's impossible. Like Ben, I'll be talking to Ben about something, and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, then this, then we should do this, then and." Maybe one time for this, and Ben is like looking at his phone. He's like, "Oh," and he puts his hand up like one sec. No, I don't. No, I don't. And, you, and then you and, and you're like, oh. "That's not true at all." But when you're on your phone, it is like you are in a howling black void, <laughs> and nothing gets through to you. There's That's not no, true. No, that is true. You on your phone, I can I can multitask that shit, baby, but you cannot. Okay, fine, whatever. It's true. Fine, I'll give it to you. All right, that's not the point right now. What the point, Ben, is that, like I said, there is a separation of church and state, and there isn't though, not in Denmark at this time. Yeah, but in America, okay, America first, baby. <sighs> Maybe not paying attention to the news lately, but it's all about America first. Anyway, <laughs> Kierkegaard is mad at this, yeah. and here's what he's really mad about: what. He's he's mad that people are just <clears throat> essentially eschewing their individuality and leaving it up to society to define them, right? And he says that this is not this is a cop out. He's basically saying this is a huge cop out. Yeah, and people still do this all the time. Everyone does this, right? We do it in our day to day lives. It's really hard, really really hard not to do, right? Uh, where Every single decision that we make, every choice that we make, all of our beliefs, all of our, not all of them, but like most of our beliefs, most of our actions, most of our behavior is determined by outside factors that just sort of tell us, hey, this is how you should think. This is what you should buy. This is how this we is, do it. This is how we do it. Right. This is how we do it. Boom. Boom. Eighteen thirty-one. Yeah. Boom. Boom. No, we are not Sweden. Yeah. It's not in Sweden. This is Denmark. That's what I said. It's in the song. This is how we do it. A lot of people don't know yeah. that. This it's is how we do Sunday it. Sunday morning. <laughs> right. This is how we do it. A lot of people don't know this. It has a sample of a. This uh, is how we do it. <laughs> It's, it samples a Slick Rick song, uh-huh. and it's based on a Danish folk song. A lot of people don't know that. Right. Is it the one that's in Fargo? That Fargo This is song? how we do it, it's called. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Who knew? <laughs> That'd be funny if that, that, you know what, you know that song I'm talking about in Fargo? 
that like kind of violiny like weird haunting oh yeah sure yeah you know <laughs> that song's called this is how we do it <laughs> i want that song to play at my funeral <laughs> this is dude. how we do it mr lundegaard <laughs> i want to be lowered into my grave as this is how we do it plays <laughs> and everyone is sitting there and they're either choking okay, back okay, okay. laughter or so mad okay <laughs> this, i'm gonna call this out can someone please Please, like, record or animate or something. What? Uh, like a sequence or a skit of Pat's funeral being lowered into the ground with... This, this is, is how we do, do it. it. Boom. Sometimes <laughs> at the, the Velveterum, uh, 521 <laughs> East 6th Street, celebrating 30, 30 years, years of un- live, uncensored stand-up comedy. Um, <coughs> sometimes, sometimes... Sometimes at the Valve uh, to o- to open up a show, mm-hmm. I'll play "This Is How We Do It" as I'm making like announcements, mm-hmm. and like no one, I don't think anyone gets like the comics laugh, but I don't think like the crowd gets that I'm being ironic. They're just like, oh yeah, it's like they're just like grooving. Like this well, song it's rules. A kind of a good song. I think it sucks. Really, I, <laughs> I like think it. it is the silliest song. <laughs> it sucks, and well, like I mean, it bumps, dude. It's but it's, it's cheesy. a banger. <laughs> it's a cheesy song. So I just want to start it off, and then I go, hey everybody, welcome to the Velvet Room, and I'm just playing. This is how we do it. But like they don't get it. They're like, oh, we just genuinely enjoy this. I'm like, oh, you're right. Your lives haven't been ruined by decades of uh, irony and yeah, and self-deprecation. Hey, irony. Getting back on topic. Thank you. Ironing. So no, not ironing. Did you say ironing? No. God, thank God. Okay. So Kierkegaard uses irony as a device a lot, and what he uses it for is basically he he makes we gotta like cram a lot of philosophy in here. Yeah, we have five we, minutes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Hopeless. Um, <laughs> Another failed experiment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is seventy-one failed experiments. Um, okay. He uses irony to kind of draw out this error that a lot of people are living under, which is that they that they can just live their lives without thinking about who they are. <clears throat> so he comes up with a lot of these uh, proto concepts that define existentialism later. Yes, right? which is f- this idea of the freedom of choice, of authenticity, of bad faith, of um, you know wh- what it means to be who you are. But more importantly, what it means to become who you should be okay. or who you who you in fact will be. Right. Uh, and he says that this sort of process is a lot more trying and a lot more uh, difficult than people will have you believe. He's res- so a here's one thing I'm going to mention real quick. He's responding to a very prevalent uh, school of thought in, in European philosophy at the time which is run by this dude who we've mentioned briefly before in the Marx episode. Yeah. <clears throat> this guy who basically defined German idealism. His name is George Wilhelm Friedrich Hegel. Uh, Hegel is what he's mostly known by. Yeah. This guy basically thinks that uh, history and all of reality, basically, and God itself uh, proceeds through history in this inevitable, necessary uh, process of mind identifying itself as its own mind, which is a crazy thing to say. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's a very nuts thing. But basically, it kind of steamrolls the idea of individual thought and individual choice. Okay? Mm-hmm. And Kierkegaard fucking hated this. <laughs> he fucking hated this. So this is... Fu- this sucks. Basically, so hey... This sucks. This, this sucks. 
This sucks a hard, right? <laughs> and hard is spelled with it's spelled H. A A A A A A R D. This sucks a hard. Okay. Why do you think they talk like that? I don't know because they're holding a fucking very hot boiled egg in their mouth while I mean, they're trying to speak deal? English. What that's what problem? that's what Swedish sounds like. But anyway, hot egg in their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've just boiled an egg. They popped it in their mouth and they're trying to talk English <laughs> through it. Everything hurts. Huh? Yeah. Everything hurts very hard. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Anyone who's Scandinavian who's listening to this is probably so, so mad. Well, again, meet me at the RBM Food <laughs> yeah. Mart. If you have a problem, I'll kick you your know ass. What? I'll be there, too. Oh, ba- I got that in my corner? Bring a friend. Bring a friend. <laughs> yeah. I will, we will beat up any Scandinavian there. Look, if you're a Scandinavian and you're upset about our treatment of your wonderful, beautiful culture that's been around <laughs> for hundreds of years, yet I can't name a single thing about your pop culture, Yeah. Uh, if you are pissed about this... Oh, no, I think they... What I think... have they ever done? I think what have they ever done? I think Denmark is where that band comes from that did that song, I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Oh, really? I think that's where they're from. Well, you know what? Then Maybe. I take, then I take it back. Okay, anyway. But anyway, um, yeah, come to RBM Food Mart at 3.30 and we'll kick yeah, your ass. 3:30. Bring a friend, 3.30 bitch. any day. We'll be there. <laughs> Waiting. You yeah. can tell it's us because I'll wear uh, a shirt that says Pat and Ben will wear a shirt that says Bin. Yeah. <laughs> B-I-N. That's how B- everyone in Texas B-N. says your name. Yeah. Ben, yeah. <laughs> fucking ignorant hicks. Hey, Ben. Um, yeah. Okay. So let, we gotta wrap this up. So, <laughs> uh, so as a uh, as the father of existentialism, basically one of the main things that he that he comes up with is, uh, he says that we're condemned to be free. One of the things that that he comes up with, freedom is this double edged sword, which we mentioned before, that um, that is more haunting <laughs> than it is rewarding. Uh, and that's part of the human condition is being free, right? Free to make our choices, uh, free to actualize uh, a, an infinite number of possibilities. Self-actualization. Actualization. That's what I said. Close. <laughs> okay. Words are hard, dude. I know. <clears throat> it's about to get way harder. All right. That's another book that this woman was probably looking for. Um, <laughs> so, okay. Also, you don't need a book to do that. No, you don't. Okay, I but, don't know. This is this was 2007. I th- I feel like now, you know, she probably felt uh, too embarrassed about it to do anything about it. But now, like Pat, we gotta we gotta finish this. Well, I'm just saying now everyone's like a, like a crazed sex fiend. So it's like now it wouldn't matter. No, yeah, everyone is everyone is a crazy. Everyone's crazy. a crazy. You've got these scene. Brazilian teens doing well, even, the VA. Even beyond them, even those 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 lost souls in Brazil that we mentioned earlier, like at, the whole culture is just sex. Everyone is just sexed out. We're obsessed with cucks. I mean, like everything's weird. Cuck nation, baby. Cuck nation is a thing, and it's like it's definitely. Um, <laughs> Look, I'm not. No, you're distracting the fuck out of me right now. Okay, well, we I'm just saying that this. our culture is sexed up. Yes, it is sexed up. I'm not saying you it's know a why bad it's thing. sexed up because what? it's a distraction. It's an easy distraction. I think it's kind of cool. It's fine, I guess. Like, it's fine if you mean it. If it's like a, a real way to actualize your personality. Yeah. Okay, but it often isn't. That's what this guy is saying. Sometimes I actualize too quick. I. <laughs> yeah. I fucking fault. hate you, dude. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> okay, okay, fine, 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 fine. So you actualize too quick, okay? 
But and then I go, don't worry, in, in 10 minutes I'll actualize again. Yeah. Um, there, there will be a potential again, and then I can actualize it. Well, sometimes easily. the pants are still on when I actualize. I, I can't help it. <laughs> Stop saying actualize that way. <laughs> what? Stop saying actualize to mean coming. <laughs> well, that's not what I meant. <laughs> no, it is. I know Well, you is. took that. I mean, talk about sex crazed. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm sex crazed. Sex crazed Ben. <laughs> I just made Pat spit out his beard. God. Okay. So, okay. So, listen. Listen, listen to me. <laughs> just listen. I'm don't, trying to. Don't talk. Listen. Okay. Okay. So, one of the main th- things that Kierkegaard is trying to get to is what makes a self a fully actualized self, right? A fully coming self. Okay. A self who, who comes. A self who comes. Uh, who comes for God, basically. Uh, here's, a, here's, here's the thing you have to realize. The whole time, Kierkegaard is still very intensely religious. Sure. Okay. He he is not an atheist. He believes that God is, is there to anchor us in some way. And God anchors us in a very specific way. And here's how it works. Okay. So there's the self, right? Uh, and he says, what makes the self? What is, what is the self composed of? Well, the self is basically this combination of the finite and the infinite, in a human being anyway. And he says that this is what differentiates us from animals. Animals are essentially just matter. Humans are also matter. But there's also this other element that we have that animals don't have. Mind over matter. Oh, yeah, kind of. Doesn't actually. matter. Pay no mind. Right. Don't do that right now. Just wait. Please just wait. I'm tr- okay. okay. And and please don't do the just us thing. I swear. I swear to you, I will fucking walk out of here if you do the just us thing. I don't know what that means. Okay, but um, animals basically act on instinct, right? They don't really choose to do the things that they do, at least from our perspective. Whereas from our perspective, our inner perspective, we feel that we have choice all the time, right? We got a noise choice. We have a noise choice. Okay. <laughs> Like, you can choose to do something, right? Uh, and, like, right now you're about to pick up your beer. You just took a sip. You could have not done that, right? No, I, no. <laughs> well, that's right, alcoholic. you're Irish, I forgot. Yeah, we have so, uh, problems. <laughs> <laughs> have you tried just not drinking? <laughs> yeah, huh. I've tried. I've tried. I've not succeeded, but tried. Hmm. Um, but... Theoretically, you can choose not to do the thing that you just did. Yeah, of course. So if theoretically the possibility exists, then that means that theoretically any possibility of choice exists for you. You could do anything else. You could not only not drink your beer, you could do literally anything else that you're capable of. You can walk out of uh, here, you can get in your car, and you can drive off a cliff. Right. You can get out of here, and you can... Thought about it. Yeah, and or you can uh, get off the mic right now, sit on the couch next to us, and start playing your banjo if you wanted to, right? You can go into the bathroom and try to take a shit if you wanted to. Sure. You can do a lot of things. There's a lot of things you can do. No, thanks, man. Right? Thank. Okay, you're saying thanks, but it's not a thankful... It's not something you should be thankful for, necessarily. Because when you're left with all these options, you realize that you can pick any one of these... But because you can pick any one of these, you have this infinite number of options. If you start thinking about it too much, you become paralyzed. You become paralyzed with anxiety about what should I choose? Yeah. 
what is the right choice? What sort of choice makes me a more actualized what makes individual? You noise. Individual. What what would make me noise? The correct choice. Yeah, what what is the choice? It's like I always say, the choice makes you noise and don't yeah. and don't say the word moist. Okay, sure. People don't like it. I know. <laughs> Just like yeah. Like if you let's say you're a hungry boy, right? <laughs> you're a hungry boy, yeah, you need I'm to make hungry. a choice. Which choice is the noisest choice? Okay? <laughs> you're sitting in your car for 15 minutes. You don't know what option to choose. I don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. So what eventually makes you choose that option? The option that you end up choosing. What is it What is it that you end up choosing mostly? Drinking the, drinking the beer. Drinking the beer. Going to Snarf's, right? Going to... How the hell do you know about that? I saw the rapper in the fucking kitchen. Yeah, I also go there a lot. <laughs> um, you know, getting the taco from the taco place down the street. A choice of convenience, right? Is that a choice that really is authentic to you? Or is it a choice out of convenience? Then are you defined by convenience? Are hmm. you nothing more interesting. than a convenient choice? This is pretty interesting. Are you nothing but... Are you not? Are, are you defined solely by choices? Well, I mean, I go, that are the easiest for you. I think for I think for a lot of people, yeah. For a lot of people, yes. For that's me, I go to RBM true. Food Mart every day. Yeah. Sometimes multiple times a day, dude. Because they're across the street. I, I still do the drive same there. thing every single day. A lot. Billions of people. Billions and billions, billions and billions of people do the same thing every single day because it's easy. It's convenient. But here's the thing. Kierkegaard says we're defined by our choices. Which means that billions and billions of people are defined by the easiest thing. Everyone who you meet is nothing but this husk that just makes its choices based off of what is easiest for me right now. What is the most convenient thing for me right now? And that's how they're defined. So that means that there's all these fucking zombies walking around, just just receptacles for convenience. That's all they are. Would you be happy with yourself if that's how you're defined? No, I'd be pretty annoyed. I'd be pretty annoyed too. But then I but I'd be Everyone annoyed be because annoyed. I I would know it was true. Yeah, you'd know it was true. So what's the what's the antidote for that? What do you do instead? Um, I guess you go out of your way to uh do inconvenient. Things so you do something this, that's difficult to prove this guy wrong, right? So you 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 decide that you're going to define yourself based off of things that really make you happy, really make you authentic and and hopeful and whatever the fuck it is, whatever the fuck you want to say it is, right? But what is that? What option is that? I don't know. You don't know. No one does. Oh. So you so you sit there in your car and you try to think of the choice that you would make. To make you happy or to make you fulfilled or authentic or whatever it is. And you think about that and you realize here's the fucking upkick of it. What? The upshot. That choice does not exist. You'll be just as disappointed with any choice you make. Because you have no idea what fucking choice it is that will fulfill you. Man. Okay. And that's what makes you uh, desperate. That's what that's what fills you with despair. Yeah. Yeah. Because you you will never know what choice will actually fulfill you. And that's what makes you that's what makes you different than animals. An animal 
doesn't have any choices because it acts on instinct. And therefore, the choice that it makes, uh, they don't think about it. They don't think about it. They don't have to think about it. When you ask it, how are you defined? If I asked him, look at, look at, look at this fucking idiot. This imbecile. He fell asleep staring at the wall. Yeah, he's staring at the wall right now because that was interesting to him, I guess. But then at the same time, it was boring enough to put him to sleep. <laughs> right? If we woke him up and we asked him, hey, Tim, why would you do that? Yeah. He wouldn't respond. Because he's a fucking cat. He can't he's speak a English. Fucking moron. Yeah, he's a moron. No, yeah, that our, our, the cat. I th- our listeners. I don't know how if we really explained how big of an idiot this cat is. He's a he's an idiot. Here's here's the upkick though. This what's this is what sucks about it's it. It's a this brain what, damaged cat. This is what sucks about it. What the difference between Tim and us? Tim is happy. <laughs> Yeah, Tim, Tim has the content. best life of anyone. Tim is fulfilled. Yep. Because he doesn't have to think about his choices. No, he just jumps on things and we eats have to food. We have to think about our choices all the time. Meow, for no reason. Yeah. We try not to think about our choices a lot. And that's what makes people happy, quote unquote, but they're not really happy. They're distracting themselves from what's really going on. What's really going on is that we are all mired in despair. Because we have no idea what we're supposed to be, and we will never know what we're supposed to be. Because we have freedom to choose. Because our freedom of choice crashes us into despair. Yikes. And that's the insight that Kierkegaard like discovered, basically. That this is what this is what human beings are. Look at him. Look, look, look. He just woke up. He just woke up and licked oh, himself. Yeah, stretch. Ah, oh, just stretch, you know. Oh, God damn. I wish I could stretch like that. Yeah. Look at him. He's he's just going to snuggle back down. He's going to fall asleep in another two minutes. I he bet. looks so pissed. He doesn't even look that pissed. <laughs> he looks furious. <laughs> Sometimes I'll like I'll I'll sit, I'll sit around and, uh, you know, Ben, I, I don't do drugs. <laughs> and I'll be sitting around and I'll look at, over at the cat suddenly and he's just staring at me. Like with a pissed look on his face, and I just wonder how long he's been looking at me while I'm not on drugs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's Kierkegaard, I guess, right? Well, or, uh, real quick. Two oh minutes, God! Two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> Kierkegaard basically says, "Yeah, we're we're de- we're the we're the only animals that have that that have despair, that experience despair. That despair stems from the fact that we have unlimited choices at any given point in our life, and." The only thing that solves it is death. Okay. So, so he wrote, so he wrote, hold on. I know you think this is funny, but it's about to get funnier because, because he wrote a book called, (laughs) it's about what I just basically just like ran through in about five minutes. It's about how our freedom to choose things at any given point in life just doesn't really solve anything. It actually makes us like wallow in despair. Wow. Okay. And he called the book, the title of the book is called <laughs> The Sickness Unto Death. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with this guy? He's very Danish. I kind of like him. And very, very existential. I was not expecting to like this guy. Yeah. But this guy, is, I, I, I kind of had a feeling you'd like him. Because yeah, I like it. He kind of gets at what bothers us, and we don't like to admit it. We don't yeah. want to admit it. We never want to admit it. People who are happy, you see people who are on Instagram who have like a million followers. The IG, yeah. The IG, and they're they're like living their best life. 
they've they're like they're driving fucking Lambos, they're swimming in pools, they're having a great time. They're just distracting themselves. Because when they have a moment to themselves, when they're in the shower, right? No one's around and they're thinking to themselves, who have I become? Yeah. And the deafening resounding answer is nobody. Yeah, man. You are nobody. You have never been anybody, and yeah. you never will be anybody. We you know. I was talking to someone about this recently. Uh-huh. Uh It's this lady. <clears throat> she's definitely. She's not a therapist. Uh-huh. She's a, a. But I do pay her to listen to me talk, mm-hmm. and then she kind of gives me advice. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, I was talking to her, <laughs> and uh, she was saying, uh, you know, a lot, like people who do that, they're like. Like you have no idea what their lives are really like. They're just showing you what they, they want you to see. Want you to see, mm-hmm. and they could turn that phone off and be like, "Well, do I? I'm not getting out of bed today." You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you don't fucking know. You don't know. And also about flat Earth. We I was talking to her about flat Earth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and because I, I know that you're an acolyte of of, of the flat Earth theory. I um, am. I'm a flat Earther. You're a flat Earther. Yeah. Uh. And yeah. uh, you believe the earth, the earth is held up. Uh, the earth is a disc that is held up a flat disc by a saucy French waiter hmm? named Le Garçon du Monde, a.k.a. the waiter of the world, waiter of the world. A lot yeah. of people don't know that because maybe you've just heard, oh, flat earth. And you yeah. know that people. Are, but if you actually do any research into this and yeah. it's so it's, it's like it's like when Scientologists find out about um, uh, Zeno. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. People who believe in flat earth, they worship a, a godlike deity called the waiter of the world. Mm-hmm. And what he does is it's 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 like what Ben said. It's a French waiter. Yeah, saucy hold, French waiter. He's holding up the pl- the flat earth, yeah. and the water that drips off it pours into his mouth, and he loves yeah. it. He loves it. So anyway, my point <laughs> is that people like that because we were I was just kind of discussing how crazy it is there are people who think that you know the world is is flat and it's a conspiracy. Yeah, the scientists are there's no moon. And scientists are like, for some reason, uh-huh. have this grand plan to just. Oh, it's like, yeah, it's round to like a basketball. OK, just a forbidden knowledge, I guess. I guess they think that it's like just a round ball that's spinning on the finger of a globetrotter. Or yeah, something. that'd be ridiculous. But, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. So it's like it's so it's so absurd. But she was just saying and again, not a therapist, but she was saying that, uh, you know, people who believe in that there's it's not about the flat earth. It's not about, yeah. Oh, I genuinely believe the earth is flat or whatever. I'm sure maybe a few people do, but it's more about like people who have no control, who have no, feel like they have no control. You know, yeah. it's people who go, well, you know, my life would be better if these goddamn scientists would stop, you know, lying about the earth. Right. This is one thing that I can control. It's, I can it's, control. It's, it. I yeah. have this, I have this one corner of the truth that is staked out as mine. Yeah. Yeah. It's like serial killers. Sure. It's kind of about ritual and control. Yeah. And I know a lot kind about of. ritual and control because I have Tourette's syndrome. Well, ritual and control is part of this whole thing. That's really what what we want. And then what Kierkegaard has sort of identified is the fact that we will never have control over any of this. Hmm. But we know that we don't. Yeah. And that's what's horrible about it. Animals don't know. Tim doesn't know that he has no control. Look at oh god! If you guys could see him, you'd be as mad as us. <laughs> you know what he is? He looks like he's the cat version of that fat Buddha statue that you see. Yeah, that's Tim. Except he's accomplished so much less. Yeah, so much less. The Buddha accomplished a lot. He did. If you think about it. Well, guys, 
Sorry. I don't know what happened. I don't know. But anyway, this has been episode 71. 70 fun. I apologize. Have yeah. I learned nothing? Soren Kierkegaard. A, co- a philosophy pad. Co- pad, pad, pad philosophy pad, podcast. Pad. A philosophy podcast. A podcast. I can't talk. That's all right. I'll say this. I don't fucking. Most of the shit I do is very inconvenient. <laughs> okay. But you think it's convenient. No, I don't ever think any of it's convenient. I'm constantly annoyed. The only convenient thing is that the RBM Food Mart is right next to my apartment mm-hmm. and the Taco Mex. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Everything else is stunningly inconvenient. You know how inconvenient it is to do stand up comedy? Kind of. It is but it's so not, it's not, it's inconvenient. Only con- yeah, but it's not really that inconvenient to you. Yes, it is. You you now that you're like putting it into account, it is. But like that's that's the only thing that you could have done. Oh, it's the only thing I'm good at. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, but so like that, that's why it's convenient. It's not. You're convenient. only going to do the thing that you're good at. I know. You're but not going to start a convenient doing the thing, thing that you're not good do. at. It's not like you go into an office in the morning. Mm-hmm. You have to fucking leave at night, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have to not have any kind of social plans ever because you're doing jokes or whatever. I, I don't know. When's the last time you went to see a fucking movie? I don't. I don't even know. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying I saw that. One on Wednesday. Well, good for you. My point is that I, you know, I'm not saying this like, oh, comedy's hard because I would do it anyway if it was easy. I don't care. Like I, I enjoy doing it. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm very good at it. Uh, but my point is that I'm not complaining like it's a bad thing. But I'm saying that it's very stunningly convenient <laughs> to try to make strangers laugh. I don't know, man. To write something that people who aren't you can laugh at it. I think that's kind of inconvenient. Then you got to go places. You got to travel. Um, sometimes <laughs> they don't like you. What? We, we have to go, dude. <laughs> okay. Well, sorry. You know, I thought you, I thought you wanted me to talk more about stand-up comedy. No. You told me you did. And then we started to do it. And then uh, we I got mad at you. And now I'm doing it. And you're getting mad at me. This has been episode 71. Yeah. Soren Kierkegaard. My name is Benjamin C. Charlock. We didn't learn anything. Well, you never will. None of us will. Yeah. We're all just going to die. Yeah, unfortunately. Folks, you can follow us on Twitter. And again, if you do have uh, any kind of sexual questions uh, pertaining to how to please a man for our... Oh, hashtag Dome Improvement. Hashtag Dome Improvement. Uh, You can tweet us at Pat Dean, at Ben Sholock, or at Gristleporn. Gristleporn. G-R-I-S-T-L-E-P-O-R-N. Sure. And uh, just let us us know your burning questions about sex, you pervert. The most burning questions. Yeah. Check us out on... uh, I Learn Nothing on Facebook. I Learn Nothing on Twitter. Uh, Pat, we will basically just rant at this guy in Swedish uh, until he decides to hang himself behind the RBM food mart. Out of despair, behind the RBM food mart, until he hands over I Learn Nothing on Instagram. But until then, you can follow us on Instagram uh, at I Learn Nothing Podcast. So humiliating. Uh, Also, check us out on Patreon uh, for uh, Pat teaching me a thing or two about a thing or two, flipping the script. Uh, just five dollars a month for uh, a new episode every week. Yeah. So basically, it's it's bonus stuff. You know, it's uh, I like Ben said. I teach him about a topic. We've discussed uh, people like Rasputin. 
we talked about Insane Clown Posse on one of them. The last yeah. one that we did uh, without ben, me, <laughs> Ben wasn't here, so me and my roommate Victoria just trashed Ben for most of it. Yeah, but uh, also he, talked about <laughs> Robert Moses. Robert Moses, who's some fucking guy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we've talked. Don't remember. We've learned about uh, Civil War <laughs> heroes. We've learned about comic books, aliens. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, alien cults. Yeah, cult so aliens. Five bucks a month will get you that, and also you can hear all the mean things that we say about the the people who don't subscribe. Yes. So you can be let in on a secret kind of club. And if you want to stop being made fun of, uh, maybe fork over five bucks. Give me five dollars. Give us five dollars. Or you know what? If you just give me five bucks now, Venmo me. Venmo me five bucks and I'll stop. If if enough people (laughs) give it to me, I'll just stop advertising this. Okay, fine. Three people. I need 15 bucks (laughs) and then this is done. But uh, thank you so much for checking out this goddamn uh, podcast. Uh, as always, if you uh, have time, please go to iTunes, write a five-star review, eat write book. a few words, hashtag eat book, uh, if you could write that. Um, I guess that's about it, right? I yeah, guess we just um, got to- Just keep on thinking hard, and remember, if you're not Catholic- You're going to hell. You're going to hell, dude. And have fun where you belong. <laughs> have fun there. Have fun where you belong, bitch. <laughs>